This episode is brought to you by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Bomba's vision is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. Bombas has designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. The Webb family over here has used them, and we love them. They're comfy, fun-looking, and come in family packs, which is awesome. I've never seen that before. I use my Bombas socks when I go on runs, and they're extremely comfortable. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a cozy feel. And the Bombas t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and perfect waist so they hang just right. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. So far, Bombas customers like you have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com slash purple rocket and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash purple rocket for 20% off. Bombas.com slash purple rocket. Parents, school's out, summer's here, and the kids are back at home with a lot of free time. Go wild with wonder this summer without school. Enroll in a fun, flexible learning experience with over 140,000 online classes and camps for every kid with any interest. Look, as a fellow parent, I get the pressure of finding something engaging and useful for our kids to do over the summer break. OutSchool can help keep them engaged and their minds stimulated and their imaginations firing. They offer every kind of class you can imagine, from entrepreneurship to freestyle dancing to art, even magic lessons. There's something for kids of all ages, grades, and interests. We homeschool in the web house, and we plan to get Aurora and Cohen signed up with some out-school activities to keep them engaged in a fun way and help them explore their talents and maybe discover some new ones. Out-school will have your kids loving to learn and having fun doing it. Head over to outschool.com slash purple rocket and use code purple rocket to learn all about out-school summer programs and save $15 on your child's first class. That's O-U-T-S-C-H-O-O-L dot com slash Purple Rocket to save $15 on your child's first class. OutSchool.com slash Purple Rocket, code Purple Rocket. And don't forget, parents, supporting our sponsors is a great way to support this podcast. And now, back to our show. The Purple Rocket Podcast presents Life. Episode 10, The Sorry Sisters Society. Julius, I think it's time we expand our group of friends, Sophie said to her orange kitten. Are you saying I'm not enough for you? Her kitty replied, licking his paw and then brushing his cheek with it. No, you've been great. I just think it would be good to add some diversity to the group. You know, maybe throw a couple human friends into the mix. Julius purred. If you think high-maintenance human friends are going to make you happier, then sure, go right ahead. 
Using his white paw, he slid his knight up two spaces and over one on the chessboard. Checkmate. Sophie propped her face up on her hands, scrunching her cheeks into her eyes. She looked blankly at her kitty, who not only wasn't really talking to her, but had walked all over the game of chess she was playing with herself. She couldn't be mad at him, of course. He was too darn cute. No, if anything, it made her realize it was time to stop feeling sorry for herself and to make some friends. Playing board games with herself had become far too boring and predictable. Sophie had just switched schools, and her best friend Augustus had moved away. Since then, she'd made little effort to find new friends the first couple weeks of school. One of her new kittens, Julius, had picked up the slack. But finally, she was ready to put herself out there. She'd had her eye on a group of girls who always huddled around the pine tree behind the basketball courts at recess. They called themselves the Sorry Sisters. Sophie had no idea why they called themselves that, but assumed it had something to do with some weird inside joke. They seemed reasonable enough, about her height, human, active but not too active, and not imaginary. They seemed to check all the boxes. So that day, during lunch, she decided to try to sit by them. It took her a few minutes to muster up the courage to walk over. More like 20 minutes, to be exact. Most of lunch. At first, she sat alone at a table, nervously poking at her pepperoni hot pocket with a plastic fork. The poor hot pocket was covered in a hundred holes by the time she was done with it. When she stood to walk over, she passed right by Megan Zuli, who was coming to sit next to her. As Sophie approached the sorry sister's table, they looked up at her like the stinkiest boy in school had just approached them. Uh, no room, sorry. The dark-haired one said with a drawn-out, insincere valley girl tone. So sorry, echoed the redhead. Sophie was starting to get why they called themselves the Sorry Sisters. Sophie considered her options. Go back and look totally pathetic and rejected, or fight for a spot. Fight it was. What's it going to take to let me sit here? She asked. The Sorry Sisters gave her a surprised look. No one had ever been so bold as to negotiate their way into the group. After whispering amongst themselves, which sounded more like than actual words, the tall blonde one spoke up. If you're serious about joining us, then meet us right after school at the east shore of Lake Beckwith, behind the no parking sign. Oh, and bring a Twinkie. Fine, Sophie said, annoyed she was going to have to somehow go buy a box of Twinkies before this meetup. She turned to leave. What's your name? The brown-haired one asked. Sophie turned back to face them. Sophie, you gonna make me change my name, too? <laughs> we'll see, said the redhead. I'm Tiffany. That's Tina, Tisha, Tanya, and Tamra. The girls gave a sassy nod as their names were mentioned. Sophie couldn't believe her ears. Well, then you can just call me Tofi, she joked. Sorry, what? Tisha said, looking at her like she had just said something in Arabic. Never mind, 
See you after school. Sophie tossed out the trash from her lunch and went out to recess, leaving the sorry sisters chattering and poor Megan alone at her lunch table. Right after the last bell rang, Sophie rushed home, dropped off her stuff, stopped by the store for a Twinkie, and then was dropped off at Lake Beckwith. As she waited for the sorry sisters to show up, she looked out over the lake and took a minute to appreciate its beauty. The small body of water wrapped around prairie grass hills and rock outcroppings. It was winter time, so the air was chilly, which meant the water had to be freezing. Hopefully they weren't going to make her jump in as some kind of initiation into the group. Ten minutes after their agreed meet-up time, a Hummer limo rolled up to the no-parking sign. When the door opened, out stepped Tony, Tylee, Trindy, and Tabitha, or whatever their names were. They stepped out like they were at a red carpet premiere. Once the last one took a very showy step out of the car, the Hummer limo sped off. Sophie noticed that they were all dressed in red. Um, was I supposed to wear something different? Sophie asked, looking over her own outfit. Tamara elbowed Tina. You're supposed to tell her. Tina scowled at Tanya. That was your job. Tanya pointed to Tisha. That was all Tisha. Tisha popped a gum bubble and very insincerely said, Sorry. Suddenly, Megan Zuli, the girl from school, rode up on her bike. Sorry, but what is she doing here? Hey, Megan said, breaking in front of them. I overheard you guys at lunch saying you were going to meet up here to hang out. I was just riding by and thought, what the heck? Mind if I join you? The sorry sisters exchanged a sour look, and then all said in perfect emotionless harmony, Sorry! Megan tried to play it off with a smile, but Sophie could see her eyes getting wet. Oh, okay. See you guys at school, she said before riding off. Sophie got a lump in her throat. Why couldn't they just let her stay? Megan seemed nice. She wished she'd said something to her before she rode off. The sorry sisters looked unsettled for different reasons. They were annoyed with Megan's intrusion, as they called it. After bickering about it for a few minutes, they finally continued with their plans. Tina and Tamara pulled a long canoe from a nearby bush. Sophie's eyes lit up at the sight of it. The canoe was the coolest thing she'd ever seen. It was covered, and I mean covered, in little sticky jewels of all colors. The bedazzled canoe glittered in the sun as they carried it to the water. Hop in, Tisha said, handing Sophie a blinged-out paddle. Paddling like a professional row team, they glided out over the lake until they reached the island. Sophie had always known the island was there. She'd seen it on her walks with her family. But she'd never known until now what was actually on it. After pulling the canoe on shore, they led Sophie into a patch of dense trees. A tunnel was cut through the tree branches and raspberry bushes, and adorned with fake flowers of every kind. At the end of it, the shrub opened up into a shaded room, created by a huge, wide canopied cottonwood tree that towered over them. Up in its thicker branches was the most amazing treehouse Sophie had ever seen. 
A rope bridge lined with silk flowers slanted up from the sand into little French doors. The treehouse itself was colorful and well-constructed, its walls and roof shingles seamlessly built around the tree's bulging branches. It was at least three stories tall by the looks of it, with a little lookout tower big enough for one person peeking out of the tree's canopy. Wow, was all Sophie could say. They led her up the bridge and into the fort. Inside were beanbags, a couch, lanterns, a little table, a ship's bell, a dartboard, and stairs to the upper levels. Sophie saw a chalkboard next to the window listing the Sorry Sisters' song and oath. "'Welcome to the Sorry Sisters Society,' Tina said in an official tone. "'Did you bring the Twinkie?' Sophie pulled the Twinkie out of her backpack and held it up. "'Good,' Tina continued." Now, stick your right index finger in it and lead us in a verse of the Sorry Sister song. But I've never sung it, Sophie said. Can someone start me off? Sorry, Tamara replied dully. That's part of the test. Just make something up. We'll try to follow. Shaking her head from the ridiculousness of it all, Sophie jabbed her finger into the Twinkie and read the words from the chalkboard, adding a tune as she went. Oh, sorry, 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 she sang with a little help from an old Britney Spears tune. Sort of catching on, the Sorry Sisters joined in. Where's that Twinkie finger? Tisha encouraged. Sophie rolled her eyes and wagged the lump of fake cake on her finger like an over-enthused choir conductor. The lunacy continued until she finished singing the last line on the chalkboard, which, of course, was the word, sorry. The sorry sisters seemed to be impressed with her effort. Not bad, Tamara said, tossing her hair back. Now it's time for sorry snacks. Sophie raised an eyebrow. Sorry snacks? Yep, Tina said. We take turns bringing sorry sister snacks for the group. <laughs> Today it's Tiffany's turn. Tiffany? Tiffany slowly pulled her snack from her backpack like a magician pulling a rabbit from a hat, like it was some big reveal. They were strawberry gogurts. Excellent. Sophie's favorite. Tiffany had even gone through the trouble to decorate each one with a glittering assortment of sticky jewels. But as she started to hand them out, it became painfully obvious they were short one. Tiffany handed the last one to Tanya. Sorry, she said to Sophie. It's okay, but I did tell you I was coming. Like I said, sorry. The word sorry was really starting to get on Sophie's nerves. The way they said it took every ounce of meaning out of it. There was zero sincerity when they said it. As she watched them eat their sorry snack, she thought about all the other places she'd rather be. She wondered what Megan was doing. For the first time since preschool, Sophie was glad snack time was over. Tisha pulled a box from the cupboard and brought it over to the table. Anybody up for a game of sorry? The sisters clapped and cheered. Even Sophie brightened at the suggestion. She loved board games. 
Tamra handed out peacock-feathered tiaras that they supposedly had to wear while they played, and shockingly, they had an extra for Sophie. The game got off to a rocky start. Tanya kept trying to cheat and take extra steps on the board. Tisha completely ignored the rules of play and spent most of the time bashing everyone's game pieces out of the way while shouting, Sorry! Tamra got one of the game pieces stuck in her left nostril. It took them an hour just to get through a couple turns because all they would do was mess around and talk about other kids in their class. The more they talked, the worse Sophie felt. She did not feel good about this club. Can you believe Megan What's-Her-Face tried to come? Tiffany eventually said in a snotty tone. I mean, who does she think she is? Stop! Sophie shouted, fed up with the girls. The sisters went silent and stared at her in surprise. Sorry, Tiffany said insincerely. No, you're not! Sophie shot back. You know, I'm starting to think you guys don't even know the meaning of the word. All you do is strut around acting and talking like you're better than everyone else. How do you live like that? It's mean and exhausting. Sophie grabbed her backpack and left the table. This is a sorry excuse of a club. I'm sorry I came. And with that, she marched out the door. On her walk home, Sophie passed by Miller Park. She saw Megan, alone, barely swinging on the swing with her head low. Sophie walked up to her. Hey, Megan. Hey, Megan said, not looking up at her. Sophie could tell she was hiding tears. Megan, I was a really, really big jerk back there. I'm sorry I didn't say anything, and I'm so sorry I didn't sit with you at lunch. I don't know what I was thinking. Megan sniffed and wiped away her tears. It's okay, she said quietly. Here, I have something at my house I want you to see, Sophie said. Megan looked up at her. You want me to come over? Of course. Come on, let's go before you have to get home for dinner. The two girls rode back to Sophie's house, Sophie sitting on Megan's handlebars. When they got there, they went straight to Sophie's room. Sophie put her backpack in her closet and returned with something soft and furry cupped in her hands. Megan beamed. A kitty! She's cute, huh? Sophie handed Megan the gray and black spotted kitten. The tiny furball rolled onto its back and scratched its ear, letting out the cutest little meow. So cute! Megan said, rubbing her nose against it. The kitty clamped onto her nose with its paws. Careful, Sophie laughed. I call this one Pepper Jerky for a reason. She looks peppery and she can be kind of a jerk sometimes. Guess we have that in common. Sophie pointed to a couple scratch marks on her cheek. She's yours if you want her. Megan looked up at her, stunned. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Wow, thank you. I mean, I'll have to check with my parents, but if they say yes, then I'd love to keep her. Good. She'll have someone new to scratch up. So what do you want to do? Megan looked around the room. I know this might sound a little random, but I really love board games. Do you have any? Sophie smiled. (laughs) Do I have any? She slid her closet door open, revealing stacks upon stacks of board games. The motherlode, Megan said. 
She looked over the selection and pointed to a well-worn box covered in stars. Star Wars Monopoly! You game? Am I ever? I better warn you, though. I'm pretty good at this one. It's my all-time favorite. Megan pulled a little Star Wars figurine for the game out of her backpack. Mine, too. Sorry for saying sorry so many times, Rocketeers. I wanted to tell this story to remind all of you of how important it is to say sorry and to mean it when you say it. Rocketeers always admit when they've done something wrong. We don't try to hide it or lie about it. Just say sorry and be sincere about it. Being sincere means that you really mean it, that you feel bad about what you did. That's the most important part, because when you really feel bad about what you did, it'll show in your apology. It won't sound like you're just saying, sorry. After you say sorry, if you've messed something up, try to make it right. For example, if you've broken something that belongs to someone else, fix it or get a new one. We are all wrong sometimes. It's the people that are humble enough to admit it that have true character. Another point from the story I wanted to highlight is to never, ever, ever exclude people. Be friendly with everyone. It doesn't matter if they're different from you. Be kind and inclusive. That means you include everyone in your games and in your conversations. Rocketeers are friendly and don't say mean things about people. In case you didn't notice, the Sorry Sisters weren't very nice. When people like that say mean things about people... Try saying something nice about the person they're talking about. If they continue, don't participate and leave if you need to. I know you guys are already good at saying sorry, but I thought it'd be a good reminder. Say sorry and mean it and be inclusive. Be a friend to everybody. I wanted to take a second to recognize some faithful listeners. The Stegelmeyers. Mags, Claire, and Caleb, you guys are the bomb. Thank you for listening. We've got, of course, the Cheriton family, Brenna, Caleb, the Ridgemeister, and little Zeke. If you'd like a shout-out for your kids, just email me at purplerocketpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to give your kids a shout-out in a future episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next Monday for a new episode. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends and family about these stories. Spread the word so that we can grow the Rocketeer community. Thank you guys for listening. This is your host, Greg Webb.